Kong, I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hey, hey, hey. I know it's a little bit later, but either way, we are still here. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And welcome to the WOW Superheroes After Show. Per usual, I'm your girl, Stephanie Hardy, host and creator of The Hardy Wrestling Podcast, host of Women's Wrestling Talk and color commentator for The Belladonna Division, Battle Club Pro, and Black Girl Magic 2, and a panelist, (laughs) a panelist at New York Comic Con as of this past Friday. We had a phenomenal time. It was wonderful, and I'm really honored that Katrina, who is next to me, actually asked me to be a part of it. She is the visionary behind it. She is also the host and creator of NCAT We Trust, a super mom, and just all of the things. She is my WW Talk Pod sister. Katrina, how are you? I just saw you. <laughs> you did just see me. Um, I'm I'm okay. I'm tired. It's been a crazy uh, couple of last five or six days. Uh, but I am happy to be here. Yes, of course. And then last but certainly not least, she is a producer, interviewer for various wrestling companies and just an all around super lady who got her nails done in Halloween um, and autumn gear. She is Emily May Heller. How are you? I'm good. Hi, everyone. Doing well. I know I did. I did a little like spooky Halloween. Tried to get uh, tried to get fancy for everyone. So (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Everybody is just getting into the fall of things and just getting happy for that. And of course, people buy sweaters, people get colors of different things, people get decorations. Halloween is just around the corner, you know, so everybody's just getting ready for that. And it's great. 
and I love your nails. So it's it's beautiful. Nice. Priorities, Stephanie. Priorities today. That was my that was my self care uh, uh, thing for the day. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. My self care was sleeping because <laughs> I've been good. through a lot. You had a wild weekend. You had an exciting, exciting, momentous weekend. So I'm super proud of you. I was watching all of the socials trying to keep track of uh, what was going on and it looked like an amazing panel. So congratulations, you two making history. Thank you so much. It was Thank so wonderful. <laughs> it was so wonderful to be a part of and so wonderful to hug people that I've met online, interviewed with, worked with and all of the above. It was just amazing. Isn't that amazing? I had that moment a few weeks ago or maybe months now because um, time flies, but um, I, I met so many podcasters via you know in the pandemic and quarantine and you talk to them all the time and then finally you see them at a live show and you were like, wait, we actually haven't met in person. And it just is totally different. And it's amazing. So that's great. You guys got to meet everyone. Mm -hmm. And then we got to share knowledge with each other. So it was just, it was a blessed time. And I'm so happy, you know, with the turnout and everything. It was great. And just shout out to Katrina again, because she's the, <laughs> she's the visionary and she came up with all of this herself and she just deserves all the flowers for it because she did it. She did all of this. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You know it. You know it. All right. Now that we can get, now we can move past that part. All the love, we just got to show each other, um, show everyone love. We have to talk about wild superheroes, right? This past episode was really good and full of action and drama. Um, and of course, you know, the continuation of tournaments and feuds and stuff for the titles and everything. So, of course, our first match was the fourth match, they said on commentary, um, in the WoW Tag Team Tournament. And it was between the Tonga Twins, of course. And, they, and of course, we did learn their names. They're Chaos and Kona versus um, Princess Ozzy and a new character on the horizon, Tiki Chamaro. Now, they did say on commentary that Tiki had been teaching um, Princess Ozzy how to surf, which I think it's really interesting. Um, they said that Tiki is from Guam, I believe. And um, the last time we saw Princess Ozzy, you know, she had had a match um, against Reina Del Rey, who was gunning for um, the Beast and her WOW women's title. Um, and that was the last time we saw her because she lost to her. So to see her in this tag team tournament was a little bit surprising for me, but I didn't, you know, hate it at all because this match was really good. Um, I enjoyed this match very much. It was like, oh, no, my light. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never let anyone dim your light, guys. Um, <laughs> so oh, shine brightly, guys. Shine brightly. Yes, shine brightly. So this match sort of started off with um, Princess and one of the twins um, squaring off against each other. And then um, Aussie was able to show a lot of her agility towards the beginning of the match with a drop kick and her sort of swirling around with her Karana on one of the twins. Um, and then, of course, and then on commentary, of course, you know, since they like to have fun, David McLean even asked AJ if there was a point where she wanted to, like, come on as a trainer as well as a commentator. Yes! 
I and she changed that. and she was like, no, I'm retired. I have bad knees and a bad back. Like, I, I can't do this. But and they, so, what's funny is they kept talking about it. Like, it was inter in interesting that this was a topic of conversation during this match. Um, so that I wonder if that's a clue for future things, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, she would have a lot of knowledge to share. I mean, she may not necessarily get in the ring, but of course, you know, you don't necessarily have to like wrestle, wrestle to be a teacher. So, I mean, I feel like she would be a good teacher, but you know, it's all about her comfortability, of course. So she's always on commentary, you know, giving her two cents. So that's cool. Um, then Tiki um, was really quick in this match, but then she was knocked down, of course, by the twins. And she was actually struggling just a tad bit. Um, but there was one point during the match where she even hit a 619. And I was just like, oh my God, girl, that's so cool. You know, I love seeing the 619 from Rey Mysterio, of course, the legend. Um, but I definitely love it when women do it, like EO Shirai, well, EO Sky, and now Tiki doing it on Wild Superheroes as well. Um, AJ even talked about um, her ring awareness in the match and saying that she might struggle with it simply because she is relatively new to wrestling. I think that was what they were alluding to. Um, but even through that, Tiki was still able to fight through the match. Um, but even after that, you know, they knocked down Princess Ozzy and, and Tiki and hit a triple hip attack, but they still managed to kick out and fight through it. And then Princess Ozzy took to the skies and climbed up on the top rope, tried to basically tried to jump on the, t um, the Tonga twins and they caught her midair. But then Tiki did a suicide dive onto the Tonga twins. And that was a really cool move because I'm just like, wow all of the high-flying stuff like it was just really cool but through it all the Tonga twins wound up winning the match with a double Samoan drop onto Tiki so now they are going forward in the semifinals. so ladies tell me how you felt about this match and how you feel about Tiki since we are um new to her at this um juncture yeah I mean I you know I love this match I feel like um it was for Aussie Princess. I feel like we saw her in a singles competition last time. So this was really great to see her in kind of tag team, tag team competition. Um, Tiki's really great. I really love them actually working together really well in this match. Um, and again, like Tonga twins are a really, really strong tag team. We've seen them over and over again dominate in WoW. And so um, this was a tough competition going in, but I feel like both of them, Tiki and Princess Ozzy, really showed that they are potential contenders. You know, um, tag team tournaments are are really fun, um, and I feel like I feel like this episode overall was was uh, a lot more storytelling, a lot more in depth kind of psychology behind these behind these matches and behind these these characters that we're. And uh, that's what I really love to see um, in this first match. Absolutely. I agree with all of that. So, Katrina, how did you feel about the match? That's a good way to open up. Uh, wow. I, I I like the Tonga Twins. Um, they're, like, so dominant. But it was also nice to, you know, it's nice to see the, the tag teams where you know they're a tag team. But it's also nice to see the tag teams that are trying to kind of get through the tournament, kind of just paired up for the tournament. And so I, I, I liked what I saw, but I was happy with the win because they, you know, 
they were doing their thing during the whole match. I was like, there was moments uh, where I was like, okay, all right, ladies, I see what you're doing. And I did agree. The 649 was actually pretty cool. I always got hype about that move when Rey Mysterio does that. And so um, even now I'm like, yes, even though they don't do him right now, but no, neither here or there. When he does the 619, I'm always like hype about that. And so it was actually really nice to see that. Uh, and it was done well. Uh, so th I thought it was a really good open uh, to WoW with regards to the tag team tournament. Like, I'm really excited to see kind of what we're going to get. And it's very possible we might be looking at, you know, the tag team champions. Like, it's very possible that it will be the Tongo Twins. They've been absolutely killing it so far in every match we've seen them in. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I really do agree with the idea that the Tonga Twins could very well go on to win the whole dang thing because they are just so dominant. They, you know, have that chemistry together. Um, Well, because definitely because they're sisters, but also as a tag team as well. And even though Princess Ozzy and Tiki really did, you know, kind of show up and show out a couple of times, there was times where I, I maybe thought that maybe they would pull up an upset, but they didn't. And the Tonga Twins wound up coming out with the win so they're going to the semifinals and I just want to send blessings to whoever it is that they have to face later on in the semifinals because gosh I mean they just can't be stopped yeah I mean who do you think it's going to be because we've seen you know we've seen established wow tag teams um and we've also seen again in this case in this episode we saw Princess Ozzy teamed up with Tiki so like we've seen these these kind of um these tag team partners kind of um, kind of put together and kind of building their own stories and their own connections. So I'm interested again, Stephanie, like to your point, who like the Tonga twins are dominating right now. So who, you know, looking at the wow roster, who can potentially, and we see a little bit more in this episode, I think we get an idea of um, potentially who are, are some future opponents in the semifinals, but um, it's always intriguing. I love I love this part of it because it, it makes me sit on the edge of my seat and wonder uh, all the possibilities. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I hmm, it's hard to tell, you know, who it could be because you still have Miami Sweet Heat. You still have, um, of course, later on, we well, we will talk about it, you know. Talk about it, yeah. There's some... Who's in and next, but it's just, there's just so many tag teams, and I'm just really interested to see who could do it, but I really do feel like it really could be the Tonga Twins. Like, that's just, that's just my strong feeling about that. But moving on into more of that, um, along with some single stuff, they um, announced a second match, which is going to be between BK Rhythm and Randy Rara. Now, of course, um, Randy Rara is the cheerleader who we saw um, in, I believe, well, the first episode when yeah. she tagged with um, Chantilly Chella and they did face the Tonga Twins but wound up losing. So um, she is in this singles match against BK Rhythm, um, of course, who is the rapper john cena-esque character of wow um so as randy rara was making her entrance i noticed on commentary they were talking about how um randy had got into it a little bit with coach um campanelli and how they had gotten into a little bit of an argument um but then as she made her entrance of course bk rhythm liked to do a rap before her matches and I wrote down a little bit of her bars here. Um, it's yeah. funny that BK Rhythm still had these bars on deck, even though the last time we saw her, she lost her first match ag against Vivian Rivera. But she still had um, a lot to say to Randy Rara. 
she said, isn't it a little odd that you're out here without a squad? Going one-on-one -on -one with me, you're going to blow out a quad. And then another bar that she had was inside of my ring, you can never bring it on. And of course, if you love cheerleading or if you just love 2000s movies, like I do, you know that she was making a reference to the movie Bring It On, which is just an iconic movie with Kirsten Dunst and Gabrielle Union and all the girls. Right. Okay. So remember I had issues with her kind of like her first debut on the, on the, the I think the first, first episode, second episode. Mm -hmm. second episode. I but like this made this, this, it kind of felt like more like spoken word this time where it felt like, okay. And I, she just, she had such um, uh, like seriousness, but also just such comedic timing with it that it, it just, she hit all the beats of it and it made it really funny. Um, and I, I appreciated the, the, the humor behind it. Um, even though like, she obviously is serious, but like, there's a fine balance. And I just find it like, I found it to be a very charming moment. And it's like her way of kind of getting in her opponent's head right before the match, right? And setting the stage of like, hey, you know, uh, this is, this is, this is, this is my, uh, my stage here. Uh, no one, you know, you're not going to take me out. But I, I really like this, uh, this introduction again, to her style. Um, it was really playful. Yeah, Kat, how did you feel about those bars? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, really hard to please uh, sometimes. It was better than the first one because, like, I was like, sis, no. It was better. I did appreciate the bring it yeah, on reference. I, I, I appreciated the bring it on reference. I was like, okay, you know, I mean, there, that's a whole rant on that movie with their shenanigans, but I do, I did appreciate the reference because I, I do like the movie. Uh, but it was, it was better. It was better than we got the first time because first time I was side eyeing her a whole lot. Uh, this time I was like, okay, I guess this is okay, and I, I can feel what you're saying and not be like, hmm, girl, why are we doing this? So it was better. <laughs> I'll give her that. It was definitely better than the first time. Yeah, it was yeah. really funny. I liked it. I guess because I'm I'm just a pun person. I also love wordplay like that. Like even in rap in real life. Like I just really like stuff like that. And I like references to things that I know. Um, so I thought it was really interesting and really cute. But Randy Rara didn't take too kindly to this at all. And she responded to her with a number of backflips. And I was like, okay, girl, I see you. Yes. Championship gymnast cheer girl i loved it i absolutely adored it she but was bringing the hot the 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 spirit the school spirit she always does yes it was really cute but then before the match got started you know we heard some country music in the back and guess who decided to show up and interrupt the proceedings again jesse jones so of course the last time we saw jesse jones she was um fighting with um, Foxy Fierce and Ice Cold to prove that she could fight in the tag team tournament by herself to win back the titles that she never lost. Um, now, of course... In commentary, they were talking about this, like, hey, it's not so, not so true. So they're, they're the commentary was trying to correct her there. Yeah. Um, what else were they saying about it not being true, Emily? Uh, I think they were just saying, hey, like, it's not true. Like, from what I heard, they were like, hey, that's not quite right. <laughs> saying oh. that she got titles that they were, like, stripped from her and all that. So uh, I feel like there's some uh, 
some commentary. I feel like there's a lot more there that they're trying to tell the story here. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thanks for thanks for that part. Um, because I didn't necessarily like hear hear that component of it, but I am interested to hear what other story they can tell from that. But in the meantime, um, Jesse came out and she basically um, talked about how David said that she needed a partner. So she decided to pick BK Rhythm to be her partner. And she said, she alluded to the fact that the both of them are redheads, which um, makes them, you know, aggressive and very fiery. And um, that she thinks that she's, um, yeah, that they just have very tenacious and that they can both move forward in the tournament together. So they turned this into a tag team match. But, um, and then Jesse basically told Randy that she needed to find a partner. Um, but she didn't leave the ring, which is kind of funny because usually, you know, in wrestling, whenever someone says, oh, we're going to challenge you and you have to find a partner, it's like a show long journey until the match, you know, actually takes place and you see the partner. But no, Randy Rara had a partner immediately and it was Coach Campanelli, who she got into it with backstage earlier. She came out to help her. And this whole coach and cheerleading um, component here again reminded me of Glee and Sue Sylvester and the Cheerios. <laughs> so it was still real. I thought it was a really cute, you know, combination there. So I thought that was cool. So now we had a tag team match between Coach Campanelli and Randy Rara versus BK Rhythm and Jesse Jones. And I guess they were counting this as part of the tournament um, for the tag titles. So they went ahead and fought. And this match um, was pretty good for the most part. Um, Jesse and Coach Campanelli were taking turns hitting each other um, with various strikes and stuff. And it was just, they were both just sort of hitting each other back and forth, trading holds back and forth on each other's wrists and arms. Um, there was even a point where Randy, where they even tagged in Randy and she hit a drop kick onto Jesse. Well, not on, well, yeah, onto Jesse. And then she even gave her a flip and a shoulder tackle to Jesse. And I thought that was cool because it felt like Jesse was just trying to underestimate her, not even just because she was a cheerleader, but just because she thought she just had it going on that way. And I'm just like, no, you can't just, you know, underestimate your opponent just because you think you're, you know, that girl. Like, you can't just do that. So I like what I loved is that um, I love that, like, Jesse just came in and and like tried to show exactly what she wanted. Mm -hmm. Like she made a statement last episode of hey, oh because David McLean said, Hey, you need a tag team partner in order to make this happen. She was like, I'm gonna find one. And she was like, All right, I'm gonna make this happen. And so I loved how like she took, I mean, she kind of interrupted their moment, like interrupted this match. But I feel like it created this really interesting moment for this really big development of like her teaming with 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 someone that might not be like as strong potentially, but like their alliance makes them like even stronger. Um, I just found it super fun. Um, here we're gonna we're gonna get this back up here. Um. Like, I love this. Like you, like you said, there's kind of that Sue Sylvester kind of spirit squad. Because I, I loved how, like, they how BK Rhythm was like, well, you don't have a squad now. But then now they're like, and now it's a tag team match. So, like, you have your partner. You got your squad. You got your backup. And so here was, like, really 
a fun way to kind of bring this uh, together. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it was a surprise. Uh, I mean, a surprise uh, victory that uh, I know. Well, you'll explain. You'll explain. But um, <laughs> but it was a, like what I was what I was predicting did not necessarily happen. So that made it really fun. Yeah, and um, Katrina is popping back in, yeah. so we'll let her. Um, yeah, here she is. Okay, so um, yeah, there was that dynamic, you know, going on there, and I really did enjoy it, you know, for the most part in this match. But then there was even a point where BK even started to, you know, use underhanded tactics that she was sort of learning, I guess, by watching um, Jesse, because there was a point where Randy. Um, bumped up against the ropes and then um, BK kicked her in the back and then pretended like she didn't do anything in front of the referee and I was like oh no not you trying to be bad um, <laughs> so but even in the midst of that you also had feats of athleticism in the match because you saw Randy Rara hit a split to duck one of Jesse's punches yeah. and then Jesse said okay I could do a split too and then she did one yeah. and then hit Randy in the face and I was like mm-hmm I like this back and forth. Well, I liked how it was like they were all trying to one up each other and say, "Well, I could do this." Yes. It's like that song, like yeah, anything you can do, I can do better. And yeah. they're just like, "Well, I can do this, and I can do this." And I loved how it turned into this kind of like just this leveling up of each moment. And so that was that was a cool moment. Yeah, definitely. Like it was really cool. But then what's so funny is even with all of that one upsmanship, um, the thing that the thing that I found the funniest is just the fact that Coach blew her whistle in Jesse's face once she got back, you know, in the corner. Um, and then Jesse knocked the whistle out of her mouth. And then as she tried to pick it up, she wound up tripping BK Rhythm up, you know, with her body. And then she rolled her up for the one, two, three. And I was just like, whoa. So basically, Coach Campanelli and Randy Rara round up winning the match. And now they're going forward in the tournament. Um, which means that Miss Jesse and BK are out. And I thought that was a very unconventional and cute little way to win a match. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, this was super surprising. Uh, like I said earlier, like I was, you know, I kind of, I feel like these were the underdogs really uh, in this match. Um, but I found it really like they built to this really well. And I, you know, I enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm kind of glad, you know, sometimes you can't have the bad guy go, go forward, right? <laughs> like interrupting the match, making a, making a, making a fuss. But I feel like we're not done with Jesse here. I feel like uh, she might come back and maybe she'll bring another tag team partner in the mix. I don't know. Maybe so. Cause she is the type of woman that just likes to just insert herself in things. And she just might come back, but but maybe there's this there's this part of me that that almost feels like maybe she just shouldn't and just you know just accept the loss and then just bounce back. However else you know she can bounce back because this tag tournament thing is just yeah it's not working. But Katrina, let um let us know how you felt about the match. I I liked it. I was actually surprised with the outcome because after all of that with Jesse saying that she got the belts taken from her, she technically never lost the belt and how she kind of just interjected herself in the tournament, I was sure she wouldn't have gotten eliminated as quickly as she did. So that surprised me uh, that they went that route with it. But I did like the whole coach cheerleader thing. Gave me Glee vibes. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, Jane Lynch and the, and the, you know, the, 
the, the Gleeks that was on the cheerleading squad. Uh, I gave you those vibes. Yeah, that you couldn't think of the name. Yes, the Cheerios. Um, I, I, I got those vibes, especially wearing the red and white uh, costumes gave me Glee vibes. And so I thought, again, being able to kind of see them, you know, play off of that with the athleticism, and it worked. Uh, they got a win out of it. And so I, I, I was, it was interesting. I was actually, again, very surprised because after all that Jessie was doing, I would have swore she was going to at least get a little further into the tournament than she did. And so I'm curious now, is she going to really let it go or is she going to pop up again in a week or two? Like, let me find a new tag team partner to see if I can win my title back. And so I'm, I'm curious. She's coming how back. Gonna... I'm She's coming back. <laughs> I really think so. Something's going to happen. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. She'll give me back. She's going to take it laying down. Like she's going to like take the L and just yeah. like, let's yeah. do better. But I, I, that did surprise me. I was actually, I was like, oh, okay. I don't know where you guys are gonna go from this one. Like it would have been interesting to see her kind of make it to the end and kind of cause a problem for whoever was gonna make it to like the semifinals, finals. But um, yeah, it was a good match. I did like it. I, I was I was okay with the win. I was just surprised because I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> she didn't make, she didn't win. So it was surprising, but it was a really it was a fun match. I thought it was pretty fun. I thought a lot of athleticism showed. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. And then the thing, and it's just with Jesse, she's like, she might really still have a bone to pick because she felt like she wasn't supposed to lose those titles either way. So she might, she might come back, but either way, her losing this match doesn't make the case for that. So she lost. Her and BK Rhythm lost. So now Coach and um Randy Rara have moved further in the tournament. So that was a really good match. So moving towards their next match. Um, it was a really, this match was really short and sweet, but, um, it was still pretty good and still impressive nonetheless on the part of one person to me. And this was of course the match between Reina Del Rey, um, who of course has beef with, um, the beast, the wild world champion and Lea Makoa. And this was a match that I wasn't really expecting, but just the idea that it's happened, just, you know, it's just really cool. So, of course, they keep talking about how um, Reyna is really gunning for the title, but then on commentary, AJ actually said that she felt like she could see Reyna and Le Leia both being world champion, you know, at some point, which I think is really interesting, seeing as we did just see um, Leia and her introduction a few weeks ago. So with this match, um, they both did a traditional lockup and they were pushing each other, but then um, Reyna actually pushed um, Leia in the corner and then actually, you know, mushed her face in a very disrespectful way, which is something that I hate. Um, and then when they locked up again, Leia pushed her back, but then even with the pushing, you know, she still continued to mush her face. And I was just like, Reyna, how many, how, how many times are you just going to disrespect this girl by getting in her face like that? And Leia just didn't take too kindly to it. So she gave her a number of headbutts and then finally mushed her in the face as if to show, look, you're not going to mess with me and just run me over. So as it kept going forward, um, Reyna continued to lay down different power moves and stuff. And then after a while, um, there was even this really impressive part of the match where Leia actually lifted her up of her own strength, lifted Reyna up and gave her a Samoan drop 
to a near fall. And I thought for sure that would have been it because that impressed the crap out of me. Because, like, when you look at Leia and you look at Reyna, like, Leia doesn't necessarily look like she could be that strong because she's, she's very small. So the idea that she lifted her up like that and just slammed her, I was like, whoa. I was so impressed by that. But that didn't wind up um, working in her favor. Reyna didn't take too kindly to that. And she finally hit a body slam onto um, Leia to win the match. But after the match was over, Reyna had some words and she basically called out the Beast and said that she wants to be next in line for the title and she doesn't care who, who or what little girl she has to run through in order to get her opportunity. So what are your thoughts, ladies? I mean, we've seen, you know, Reyna Del Rey has been with WoW for a really long time. We've seen her dominate, you know, uh, her competitors to like years and years. And even this season, she came in super strong. She came in and she was, is not, um, is not messing around. She's very serious. She's a very serious competitor. I love this match. I think it was another match under her belt, even though she had, obviously we saw some incredible moves, um, from her opponent. Um, I, you know, I think we have a, a number one contender here and she was very serious in her promo afterwards. She's very serious, uh, going into any match. And so I, if I was, if I was the beast, I'd be very nervous that, um, you know, uh, you have, you have your competition, you have, you have some work set out for you. Yeah. Uh, I was a little surprised it was so quick. Um, again, I knew Leah from other like you know promotions and stuff, and so I wasn't I was impressed with the Samoan drop, but not surprised. It was mostly like I'm like yes, <laughs> I, was, I was so high for it. I was like yes, show that was us amazing. what I know you can do. Like show what I already know you can do. And so I was super like hyped. I actually rewatched that like I think twice after <laughs> I had to go back and like let's look at this one more time to just see how cool that was like it was I had to double I had to watch it like three times so like there's just how impressed that cool that was and it made me sad that she lost uh, and while I get what they're doing I get that they're trying to make you know run another ray like uh really like this might be an opponent of beast might have to worry about. They kept saying that actually during commentary that, you know, even when we get to the next match, how this is an opponent that it might not be that easy for her to defeat. And so I understood that, but it made me sad. Cause it was like, sis, there was moments I think when she like had her, like when she, they were like kind of hitting each other. And for like a moment, it kind of gave me like, you know, you kind of had enough with somebody messing with you and you just kind of cock them real quick. That I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, I'll blow you in the ring. So I was like, this match had me like, I was so sad that it wasn't as long as it probably could have been and that uh, she didn't win, but I, I get what they're trying to do. And so it made sense, but I was sad because that Samoa drop, like I said, was absolutely, it was just done so effortlessly. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm, I know we will see her some more. It's just, I love that we're getting to see her shine in this way. Cause I'm like, yes, I know this about you. And I was just like, yes, look, let me, let everybody else see what I know. Like, ah, uh, it was, it was everything. I just, it was unfortunate that she didn't win the match, but I did think for the time that we got, the time that was allotted for the match, she did showcase stuff that if you didn't know who she was, she definitely showed you in this match. Yeah. 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 It was absolutely is this type of like that's what i like is like even though someone might get a loss in in one you know one episode 
the next episode, it might turn completely around and they get to show something totally different. And that's why, like, we're not done here. There's still more more to come. And that's what's exciting is, like, even though this was a quick match, um, she, she got some incredible, incredible moves in that all of us were, like, blown away by. And that's what that's exciting is like I I truly believe there's more more where that came from. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like definitely. Like I want to see more of what she has to offer, you know, in her career. Cause that was just really impressive. And I and it would have been amazing if she had one. But um Raina Del Rey came out on top and she of course made her statement and she has made her intentions known. She wants to go after the beast. So yeah, so hopefully Leia Makoa is definitely a future WOW um, world champion as well, seeing as she had such an impressive showing in such a short amount of time. So kudos to her. Um, love to her. That was great. So the final match, um, the main event-ish, if you could say that, um, was between um, the Beast, the WOW world champion, and Tormenta, who is someone that we're, well, I'm new to because I never really, I'd never seen Tormenta before. Um, but she didn't come alone. She came with an attorney um, slash manager of sorts. And her name was Sofia Lopez. And she calls herself the greatest attorney um, in the world. And she is from Mexico. And she came out and took the microphone, pulled a Paul Heyman, took the microphone from Lauren Hunkelly and made the introduction herself. She introduced herself as Sofia Lopez and said that she only represents the best and that her and David McClain made a deal um, that they that she had a, you know, an opponent and an imposing opponent to go up against the beast for the title. And she introduced um, Tormenta, who is from Guadalajara, Mexico. She came out and she came out with all of her colors and the beautiful lucha mask, of course, which is traditional. Um, and I was just like, okay, hey, you know, because <laughs> that was all I really could say. Like, hey, girl, what's up? So here she was. She came out in her coat and everything. And she like she was ready to go. But so did the Beast. Um, and she came out and made her entrance felt looking um, stunning and um, strong as always. And. So we got started and the match, um, well, before we get started with the match, AJ mentioned how amazing it would be if Tormenta did defeat the Beast and became the first Latina WOW World Champion. And I think that um, bears saying, um, considering we are just coming off of the Women of Color in Wrestling panel, that if another woman of color um, from the Latin community did win that title, you know, that would have been amazing, you know, for her, an amazing opportunity. So having that form of representation would have been absolutely great. But, um, of course, we're going to get more into what happened in this match. But Emily and Katrina, how would you feel, you know, if we did have a Latin WOW world champion? I think it would be cool. You know, we talk about how we felt uh, I think we all mentioned it actually on the panel, the whole Bianca and Sasha main eventing and how we felt as black women kind of seeing that for the first time when a lot of us started watching when we were kids. Uh, and so anytime you have a promotion, especially one that's women oriented, you know, it's nice to see diversity in it. And this is not to knock, <laughs> you know, women that might not be of color. It's not that it's just we don't see that often you don't always see the black champion you don't always see the latina champion you don't always see the asian champion and so 
to get those moments, if that can be happening, that's always great. Considering, you know, we have, a, like currently the champion is a black woman. So, you know, mm -hmm. if we get a Latina next, that's even better. I feel like that kind of solidifies making sure you have a, a diverse roster, but making sure you're also showcasing who's representing the brand uh, in a diverse way. And she's a Lucha, which is even like super more awesome for that. You have, yeah. you know, we don't see too many of those either, you know, where the champion is, a, you know, a lucha, uh, you know, I can't even give you five of like, you know, lucha type champions that was like main faces of, you know, major promotions. And so I think it would be a cool thing uh, if we get that eventually. I mean, I like the beast, so let me not, you know, say I want her to lose the belt anytime soon. I, I don't want her to lose the belt anytime soon, but if it came down to that, I would not mind that. I think that would be an amazing thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> said pretty much everything <laughs> everything that that could be said i mean i think that's why it's so important to have shows like wow and other women's promotions um because you shouldn't should not only have representation on the screen that you're seeing but in order to write those stories and in order to have those um those communities represented you need women and those communities in the room where it all happens and in the writer's room and making those decisions and um speaking up for those that might that that aren't in the room or you know um to get those stories out there and so i think you know more we need more of it all around um and you know i i'm all for for whatever happens i mean <laughs> we have it that you know wow has a great champion now but again like uh you might want to mix it up a bit <laughs> yeah definitely and we have a guest in the comments bad guy jack from unpopular review hey I was hey, happy to meet them this weekend too. Um, representation matters always, always, always. Thanks for joining us, sir. Um, so yeah, I thought that was interesting, and I'm glad that AJ brought it up because she is a woman of color who is a former mm -hmm. champion too. So for her to bring it up was very important, you know. And we do celebrate everyone of all of different, you know, shades of the rainbow and all of the um, various things as well. So we support that here at Women's Wrestling Talk. So this match um, really didn't get started, started. It kind of did, but then it kind of didn't at the same time. Um, there was a couple of moments where the Beast kind of like tried to knock down Tormenta, but Tormenta wouldn't move. Um, it was almost like, like she was just being like, like an unmovable object in that. And we've seen that plenty of times in wrestling history. Um, and then there was even a couple of times um, where so where so there was one time where Sophia actually hit the beast with a with her titanium suitcase to try to cheat when the beast got tangled up in the ropes and she didn't take too kindly to that that made her sort of bulk up a little bit um and then we had a few hits in there was a point where she did knock over um tormenta but as soon as that happened we got a visit <laughs> from Rana Del Rey, who of course, you know, is beefing with the beast, like we did mention before. And um, she decided to get involved in the in the um match. And then the beast was yelling at her back and forth, and they started fighting. But then as the beast got distracted, Tormenta attacked her from behind, and they basically double teamed the beast, and then the referee had a of course, had to ring the bell to, you know, end the match because, you know, that's just how it goes. And they just continued to brawl and fight with each other until the referees came out and basically tried to break them up towards the end of the show. Mm -hmm. But then they also just continued to fight even more um, and fight even more because it just security and referees breaking up fights just don't 
just don't seem to work in wrestling. You need all the referees. It seemed like they emptied the whole referee, you know, in the back, right? <laughs> Everyone tried yes. to come out and break it apart, and they just couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, that that was a quite a moment. <laughs> yeah, it was, and that's essentially how the show ended. You know, they ended with that brawl. But I wonder. Well, let me. Well, let me say this. With the match ending the way that it did on this episode, do you guys see the possibility of this match between the Beast and Reyna Del Rey turning into a triple threat, considering Tormenta never really had a chance in this match? It's possible. Um, it seemed like she could have gave the Beast a run for her money in the beginning. I mean, the Beast, when she got her footing for a little bit that we got, she looked like she was gonna do what she normally do. I think there was a point when she got like this look in her eye and she kind of had her like this, like between and then Rena the Rowe came out. And so she might've done some damage if that did not happen. And we don't know because she did come out and became this like off one, like, you know, this crazy thing inside the ring. But I felt like when she got to that point, that look was like, oh, you're like light work. Like I felt like when she got to that space, if Rena did not come out, she probably would have like demolished, you know, that's just the vibe I got from that. She was like in a whole different zone until she saw Rena. And then her whole expression was like, yeah. Yeah. Huh, let me, she like, she tossed Tormenta <laughs> to the side. Like, you know, when she saw Rena, like, oh, let me give my attention to you now. Like, you're not even worth any of this. Like she completely just tossed it to the side. And so for me, like in the beginning, it looked like, you know, she might have given the beast a bit of running for money, but once she like tossed her, I was like, okay, maybe not. You know, maybe yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I was giving little not enough credit to what the beast is. You know, I, I had to apologize, you know, to yeah. TV when I thought that because she literally just tossed her like it was nothing. And I was like, oh, all right, never mind. I was wrong. So, you know, it, it could very well because again, they didn't have a full match. I'm actually surprised the ref didn't see Sophia hit her in the head. Because I'm as a ref, I would be like, okay, no, <laughs> you need to go, sis. That would have been me. But you know, wrestling's yeah. wrestling, right? If the managers doesn't get involved. And so um it could be. But I also feel like the way there, I feel like if anything, Tomenta was probably just in the space that this was my match. And I'm kind of like, you did toss me to the side like I wasn't important. Let me let you know I'm still here. So let's double team up. I, that's kind of the vibe I got when they were kind of double teaming on her. And there was one point, I think, where Rena kind of had her arm around the beast's neck. Why the referee was trying to hold them back. And mm -hmm. she was still like pulling like it was nothing. And I'm like... Like you can, it to me insane that you have somebody like putting her weight around your throat and you still are charging full speed ahead uh, to get to, you know, I, I thought that was actually a really cool thing. I, it just makes you see how freaking dominant the beast is. I actually was very impressed by that because yeah. I yeah. might've forgot, like, let me forget you for a second, turn myself back around to do with you around this area. Like she completely was still pulling herself towards Tormenta, even though she was like, literally had like a, a chokehold around her neck and then the referees there's like six of them and i don't understand how they were struggling that hard but they were struggling to kind of get that under control i mean it showed it, it showed the beast dominance in that last uh in that last bout um but what i found interesting to katrina's point is that her tone like the beast tone shifted she was like, all right, I got, I, I'm going to take on Tormenta. But like, once we saw Raina, like it was totally different. And she was like, oh, this is truly where my, 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 my fight needs to be. 
And that shift was very, very apparent. And um, I mean, I kind of felt bad for Tormenta because I feel like I need to see more from her. I want to see her come back. Um, maybe, maybe not quite face the beast yet, but face someone because I feel like I didn't get enough of, I wanted more from her. I wanted to see more. Um, and it kind of left me on the edge of my seat, like what's going to happen now? And I feel like this was the, the, the there was a lot more, um, a lot more kind of behind the scenes moments like this, like a lot of more promos, a lot more storytelling within the matches that I saw in this episode, which um, culminated in this big, you know, all the referees emptying out and trying to break up this, this main event. And so this like ended on kind of a cliffhanger. And so I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I, you know, the beast is still dominant. The beast showed that like the fact that the refs can't break any of them up. And I think if they continue to build to this big confrontation, potentially maybe the season finale of the season, you know, this big uh, championship match, um, I think we're in for a big ride. Definitely. I agree with that. Like, I know for me, I would love to see a triple threat situation, um, seeing as it's one of my favorite matches to begin with. So I feel like anytime you have two people, but then you also have a third person who could also make the case as to why they deserve a chance. I just love it. So it should have, I really feel like it should have happened. I feel like they should have had that opportunity and a triple threat is something that should happen, but even if it doesn't, it's still okay too. Well, and that's basically how it ended. And then the crowd even chanted, you know, let them fight, let them fight. So it looks like they really might be gunning for it too, but you just never know in the world of WoW. You never know what you're going to get. So that's really how the show ended, but it was a really solid episode, really great action. Um, now, of course, you know, it comes on on different times for different channels, you know, all over the country. Um, but of course, we'll always be here on Mondays, not always on Tuesdays, but always on Mondays um, at 7, 6 Central to talk about what went on on WOW Superheroes, because it is such a great show filled with some of the best women's action um, that's going on right now. So we will always um, give it it's do and talk about all the action. So thank you guys for watching and thank you, um, Emily and Katrina for joining me per usual. Um, now, of course, Katrina, tell everybody where they can find you and follow you and what you've got going on. Uh, I am on most social media platforms and Cat We Trust, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram E3. Uh, I just posted the full panel from New York Comic Con, which re-watching it again. I'm like, oh my God, this is us. Um, but if you get a chance, definitely uh, check it out. It is on my YouTube channel. The full panel is on there. Super awesome discussion. And I included everybody that was on the panels. The links are all in the description. So give a follow, support, merch, all that good stuff. Um, pretty much, um, I this is spooky season. And so my most things is kind of doing more scary stuff until Halloween because it's my favorite season. Uh, and prepping for the show in the Bronx in November, what we are wrestling, doing my backstage correspondent duties. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it on my end. All right, all right. Thank you, Emily. Uh, you can follow me on all social platforms at Emily May Heller. And uh, I have some cooking shows coming out. I have some wrestling stuff. I have tons of things. So follow me there and uh, you can catch up on all of uh, where, where you can find me. 
Well, there it is. And know that you can follow me, your girl, Stephanie Hardy, on Instagram and Twitter at Queen Steph Hardy. Um, check out my show, The Hardy Wrestling Podcast. I just ended the fourth season, but seeing as Extreme Rules decided to act crazy towards the end, I might have to pop back in and do a bonus episode. <laughs> Because wrestling continues to have its foot on our necks all the time. So just when you think you finished, you're not. So hopefully I'll have a new um, bonus episode out um, this weekend. And then um, really that's all I have going on. Um, outside of being on the NXT after show on um, Thursday. And then Friday on the SmackDown and Rampage after show here on Women's Wrestling Talk. So, of course, um, continue to support uh, Women's Wrestling Talk by going on our website at www.talkpod.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at www.talkpod. Um, and continue to support us in our merchandise and also continue to look at all of our content that we have towards um, as we push towards the end of Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, we have amazing writers who write amazing articles about all the people who've made history um, for Hispanic women as a whole in wrestling. So please continue to check that out and just continue to support us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Facebook um, page, and our Twitch. So in the meantime and between time, this has been the Wow Superheroes After Show on Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. And until next time, bye, y'all. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.